Welcome to the Latino Business Report. This podcast covers business, people, and issues of the day from a Latino perspective. The Latino Business Report is brought to you by TAMAC, the Texas Association of Mexican-American Chambers of Commerce. TAMAC is the leading Hispanic business organization in Texas since 1975. Now for your host, J.R. Gonzalez. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode. Today we're in downtown Buda, Texas at the Assemblage Contemporary Craftsman Gallery and sitting right in front of me, we are very, very honored to have Mr. Amado Peña Jr. Amado, how are you doing today, sir? Doing great. And to give the audience kind of an idea of what we're doing, Amado is sitting here painting. We have a microphone in front of him. People are coming in and out, so if you hear a little bit of background noise, that's just uh, people coming into the gallery. But Amado, thank you so much for making the time to be on uh, the Latino Business Report. I really appreciate it, sir. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be back in Buda. Isn't it a great little town? It's a great, 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 great little town, obviously, yeah. Now, you had a, uh, we had a VIP reception. You're in, you're in um, this week with uh, some of your work being displayed. And this is kind of a retrospective showing for you. What we've done this year, just a little bit different from the past, I think this is my third exhibit, uh, is... Uh, we brought in some, some artwork from, uh, that goes back to the 80s, just to give it a little feel of what it was like or what I was doing then and then comparing it to what, uh, what I'm doing currently. And uh, even for myself, it's kind of interesting to go back and see these images. So it's, it's, uh, it's a kind of a small retrospective, very nice. It is a retrospective, and, and I must say, sir, that actually you're getting better. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm re- I mean I've always enjoyed your work. And I appreciate it, but some of the stuff I'm seeing on the wall today is just amazing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Amazing. Yeah, it's always, it, you know, it's, it, I go back to, even I discover some of the images that, have, you know, that go back to even to the 70s, and I, I'm kind of uh, not necessarily in shock, but it, uh, it amazes me where, where, the, where the artwork has evolved. And, right. uh, you know, if, as an artist, you're always looking for growth, and uh, to be able to see it and to have it around, because sometimes... Artwork has a tendency to get lost, or you sell it and then you never see it again. And so, so it's kind of a nice, nice field to, to have it. And it's a nice field to have it shared with, with the folks here. And where people can appreciate it. Yeah. Now, Amado, you've been, you've been doing this a long time. I mean, I've a been long doing it for time. a long, long, now, long you, time. You, you first started painting, what, in fourth grade? In fourth you? grade. But, you know, I'm very fortunate because it's, you know, it's one of those things where as a kid, like any normal kid, I think, I guess, uh, uh, you know, you enjoy doing something that uh, makes you feel a little special. You know, for me, drawing was kind of a, a fun thing. You know, mm-hmm. I had no, you know, no, I don't know where it came from. Uh, I think my folks were just happy that I that I focused on something that kept me out of trouble. So self-taught. Yeah, and yeah, pretty much until I had the opportunity to get into an organized art class. But uh, for the most part of my youth, it was kind of on my own doing what was fun to do and I mean not that I didn't do other things but art seemed to be uh, a fun thing that was kind of isolated. So at 10 10 years old you started drawing and painting and you were raised in Laredo? Laredo, Texas. Laredo, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of your early stuff was what just cows? It it was just uh, you know I'm very very fortunate as a child because my my parents were very very much concerned about our growth and and knowing where we came from and my dad grew up in a ranch and so he he used to take me down there every weekend and holidays and it, to the point that I almost wanted to move away and just live with my my second family my uncle and my cousins but uh, 
you know, to have that experience. And so a lot of what I drew came from that, you know, a lot of corrals and windmills and cows and horses and landscapes. But again, these were things that as a kid you look mm -hmm. at and you remember and you say, okay, hey, this is fun to do. And so I just did it. I mean, I had no idea that. But it definitely influenced your, it, your, your Well, art. it kept me doing it. That's the whole okay. thing. Yeah, it okay. kept me doing it. It kept, you know, uh, not to lose interest in in doing that because again there's a lot of other stuff that as a kid you're growing up and you get influenced by and you have to do and you grow up as a teenager the same thing you know but the the art itself seemed to find a special place for me and a special that i always wanted to not only just do it but be better than than anybody else that did the same thing you know so there was a a competitive drive but i think i think that uh very fortunate to be given the opportunity in school um, and then to continue on and you know when I went out to college that uh, that I knew there was something that uh, I wanted to do I didn't know that I had a future in it but I wanted to, well, to do that let's fast forward from t from age 10 when you started to college you um, raised in Laredo but you actually went to what Texas A&I I went to Texas A&I in Kingsville at the time it was a college there were like I think 1500 students at at the time when I was there, and now they're part of the Texas A&M system. system. Right, right. And you got and you got your undergraduate degree. Yeah, I got my bachelor's degree there. Uh, came back to my hometown and got a teaching job. And of course, art was the field that I went into without really knowing that I was going to be teaching for a long period of time after that. And it became my my second passion besides my artwork is was teaching. I didn't know that that was going to be the case, but. It, uh, it did a lot for for my development as a person and also my development as an artist. It all kind of fell in together. So I tried doing that, you know, went back to grad school, got my graduate degree in also in art and, and now added on education as a secondary uh, and returned back to teaching. But, uh, you know, it's, it's still the, the, the wanting to focus on my artwork was still very important. And, uh, I spend, uh, you know, 16 years kind of doing both, you know. But even as a teacher, I understand you set up a little studio I inside an apartment. I had a studio, and I always, I always did my artwork, you know, not knowing a future in that particular, you know, by, you know, having an art, being a professional artist did, or an art career. Um, Amato, so. did you ever think as a as a, a young or a young teacher right out of school? having a little studio in your apartment doing art that you don't you know, get to this it level. Was independence. It's like, okay, I'm on my own. You know, I'm not in a classroom anymore. I don't have a teacher looking over my shoulder. And so I've got to learn how to be disciplined. I've got to learn how to, if this is going to be my love, I better, you know, devote myself to it. It's, it's uh, like I said, I'm very fortunate because it, uh, it, it also a lot of support around me that uh, came from friends and family and, you know, it's really funny when I look back, even the negative support became positive for me. It kind of made me, challenged me more to continue. You turned it around. Eh? Yeah. And so, but again, it's it's uh, it's what was, somehow it was just in me that something that, that was so important that I had to do, and I, you know, and I had to find out how, how to succeed in it. And like I said, there was a lot of other people that were responsible for me making the choices that I did. Uh, my students, for example, uh, played a big role in the sense that uh, made me realize that if I was going to be doing this on a full-time basis, that I had to find out what was out there and so that I could provide them with answers for them as well, because what if 
I wanted to do art and I didn't want to go to college, for example. Mm -hmm. I had no way of telling them that they could actually succeed at doing their artwork if they go out and find the resources to do it. And it wasn't necessarily college, even though college education was important. Right. But a lot of the kids did not want to proceed, and, but I had no answer. And so... I, it was a different time. It was a different world. It's a different world altogether, yeah. And speaking of a different time, as a young teacher, you ended up in Crystal City for a while. Yes. I went and to Crystal City to set up a... At the height of the, the political... It, it was the political at the height of the, of, the, of the Chicano movement and the, the birth of the Resonida Party. And... Um, and that had uh, that had an influence in in, in my work because I I I, uh, I found it necessary as an artist to be able to to contribute something to the movement, uh, and not just that, but also to it was a, a journey that uh, we talked about the Chicano movement. One of the philosophies had this. Um, cultural revolution in a sense of finding out our identity where we came from you know and our, our reference had always been Mexico but you know that was not necessarily the only reference we had and and so it, it took a lot I mean it took a lot to be able to understand especially as it you know for me mm -hmm. individually you know everything is going on but that wasn't enough. You had to find out you personally, me personally, where I fit and what, you know, if I'm going to be part of this, why am I part of this? Is it just because my last name is Peña or because, you know, I come from this neighborhood or I come from this background? Right. I mean, there's a lot of other, you know, and the, the part of it is, 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 again, how do I participate? I mean, I wasn't a political and, I, you know, I wasn't into politics, but I, I, had, a v, I had a tool. You know, and I could create images that you represented had, you had the a time. Medium. You had a medium. Yeah, I had a medium. And uh, and so I did that. And for a very, very long period of time, not only did I create images that were related to the movement, but also it did a lot for me personally to rediscover my myself and my roots and, and how important that history was. Uh, you know, we talked about it, but, you know, how important was it individually to move on? And we're talking about discovering yourself. I mean... Your dad and mom, your combination with mestizo and and indigenous uh, Yucatan, what is it? The it, with my mother's side of the family had a Yaqui background. Yaqui, okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm sure that a lot of a lot of folks that grew, you know, that were raised in the border had some kind of, you know, I tell people this is this is this is my philosophy. When what's in our veins, well, you know, our bloodlines. You know, and if you really, I mean, it's not that difficult. I mean, here we are. We're a mixture of, of, of two different cultures. I mean, we're a mixture of where we came from. If, in fact, our roots are definitely not in Ireland and not in England or Great Britain or they're south of the border, you know, that's where our roots are, you know, as far back as you want to take them and discover them. And so where, what are those roots? You know, what, are, what really is that culture that we talk about? And a culture is an indigenous mixture of three different characters, you know, or two different characters. And uh, that's what it is, and that's who we are. But we don't necessarily use the term, and we don't necessarily identify with that. But that's the reality of it, of what it is. You know, we say we're all Americans, okay, you know, you give me that. That's a title you give me, but it's not in our veins that we're, that we're talking about. If that's where the roots are, and not by filling out an application that says white, brown, green, and red. Self-identify. Yeah. 
Well, what's in your veins is very unique because it definitely comes out in your yeah, artwork. So, and that's what's important. It, it's safe to say that your own heritage and your own journey through life has definitely influenced your work. Definitely. I have to say that that is the roots of, of, of what I'm doing, you know, so, and what I've done through my career, you know, through what I've done. If images, if I can go, I can go back and track them down, they're all influenced by where, who I am and where I come from. You have a very unique style of model. I mean, I, I'll, I'll mention uh, a Peña painting to someone. They go, who, what? And then it says, here, let me show you a few pictures. And I, I'll get on my, 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 my smartphone. I show them a few. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. <laughs> seen that before. So, I mean, your stuff is everywhere. Yeah. At, at what point, I mean, an artist is an artist. I mean, you, you had a teaching gig, so you weren't really a starving artist. But what was that breaking point where you left teaching and, and became a professional artist? 100%. It was realistically, I have to say that I was at, probably at the right place at the right time uh, in my career where circumstances happened. Uh, I was given an opportunity and I took a chance. And uh, as a result of taking that chance, things, it's the domino effect, things happened. And rather than, rather than being, staying in the same place, I decided to move on with the changes. I decided to follow up on rediscovering for example the in, in the art business which has mm -hmm. been if it hadn't been for the business my exposure would have been very very uh, uh minimal so what what chance did you take somebody discovered me i call him the avon lady of art the avon lady of art yeah okay <clears throat> uh, young, uh, a young man came by my studio in austin when i first opened it up i uh, opened my studio and uh the majority of my work was in a printmaking medium. I was doing silk screening, and this, I got a knock on my studio one day, and this guy showed up and uh, said, "Look, I'm, I'm a, a, an art broker, and I represent uh, these following artists, and I'm interested in your work. And would you be interested in participating in what I do?" And I said, "Well, I didn't know anything about it, but it looked like a kind of a challenging, you know, and the fact that I didn't know anything about it was even more interesting because I, I didn't know whether I was going to fit or not. And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll take a chance on it. And that was the beginning. And he opened up so many doors for me as a result of taking my work all cross country, literally. So out of a silk screening shop in East Austin, you took a chance and then your work Everything happened from there, yep. All over the country. Yep. And it's and it just, a, again, it's a, it, when... Good things happen is how you how you deal with those. And for me, I, in terms of whatever success, success initially I had, I built on that success a little bit at a time. Learned a lot about the business and learned about how things really worked and made it a point to participate in that so that I know so many artists that are very good artists, but they're terrible businessmen. Mm -hmm. You know, and they don't know, they only hear, you know, like, for example, they hear how terrible galleries are. That's like the number one. Uh, or how terrible publishers are and so forth and so on. And sure, they're terrible, but if you know how they work and you know how you can be, if you, if you choose to participate and you know how to manipulate that, then you can be successful. And that's all it took. It was so simple. I mean, we're, we're sitting in a gallery right now. And we're sitting in a gallery. Here we go. You know, and at one point, at one point in my career, I was probably in a gallery almost in every state in the country, in at least one gallery, not to mention a poster shop or 
you know, a gift shop or wherever Southwest art or native art was shown, I was in it somewhere. And that was because we knew how to deal with that. When it reached a point where all of that changed, like everything else changes, and all the galleries that dealt with Southwest and native work that were successful at one time started to close because they weren't making many, you know, their businesses were not doing well. And so what happens? The artists started to fall apart because, again, they can't handle your, they can't sell your work. So rather than trying to say, well, my life is over and, you know, what am I going to do? I said, you know, I'm going to continue. I'm going to go on and do what I need to do. You pivot, you make exactly, the adjustment. Exactly, you pivot and you keep going. So I guess what, what really helped you out is that you had an, a style, and when that whole Southwest art thing was popular, that fit your style. It fit. It fit to what I was doing. Yes. So I kind of gave you that. Yeah, that and boost. I, it, I didn't have to do it just because it was out there. I did it because it was. I mean, it was what I was. Doing. It's what you did. Yeah, it's what I okay. did, and that's the difference. That's the difference. And so, the compromises that I made in my career had to do with how do you adjust to do to say for example like my choice to go into the poster business what is that well it opens up so many avenues for you for an artist if you can make it work sure sure and so the best advertising in the world is to make a poster and have it distributed all over the country uh, in fact i still have, <laughs> i still have a few of your posters you know, from the so, 1980s you know so if anything i did in that particular was 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 that and that gave me so much exposure but again i made a choice you know, some people criticize me because I was too commercial. Okay, that's coming from this end, but I'm doing it because that's what I need to do to get my name out. If I can't travel over there, my posters are going to get over there. You know, so it, it was like, okay. Well, you're always going to have people criticizing, but you made a living. I mean, you you well, you are a successful it was a, artist, and as far as well, as far as I'm concerned, a lot of other people, you, I mean, you're a national treasure. I, mean, <laughs> you, you, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No, no. That. I mean, you, I mean. There's a perfect example of what has happened in my career. People like you who uses the term a treasure. Uh, someone, people like you that, 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 that look at my work and I appreciate it and create an opinion about it. And the opinion is a great opinion. And that helps. Even though, and, and through my career, that has been the case where people have written about me or people have expressed themselves, not to, you know, not in this environment, but to a friend and a friend and a friend, and, a friend and it goes on and on. And to, when I look back, that's who I thank for being where I am. Well, because it's, it, 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 if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. I definitely have. I've definitely appreciated your work always. I appreciate it even more. I just wish I could afford more of it. Well, you know that, that you know that comes along. That I mean, I, you don't know how many people say hey, I've had a poster for thirty years, but now I can afford a, a real one, as they say. They say, okay, I, thank I, you so much for the poster. I'm grateful for everything. Well, I mean, you know, I just... Amado, what, what I what I envy a little bit is that you are you're doing what you love. Painting. I, I could say that I do. And have made not only a successful career, but have become, to a lot of people, iconic. I mean, it's a the, Peña. Yeah, it's a I mean, Peña. It's, yeah. it's a very distinct style that you can see from across a room or yeah. across a gallery. Yeah. That's a Peña. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I owe that to a lot of people. I mean, it, a lot of people are responsible for where I am, you know, and that's, that's uh, I'll never, you know, that's never going to go away, you know, and it's, it helps me understand why I keep doing it as well.
you know. Well, you're the, Latino and indigenous so, culture. In your veins, as you say. It's in my veins. In your yeah. veins. That that definitely shows through your work. Um, I'm on, okay, we're in Buda, Texas, so that downtown train is going through right yeah. now. Yeah, so <laughs> kind of interesting sound. About if you don't mind me asking, how old are you right now? I just turned 78. 70. Yeah. Well, you look great, by the way. Well, I appreciate 70. it. <laughs> now, you've been doing this for an awful long time. What is the next phase of Peñas? I mean, I'm, well, as I'm looking at this, this artwork here, this retrospect, and see the difference. I mean, I'm really liking what you're doing. Thank you. I, mean, I always have, but your new stuff definitely looks good. It's a, you know, it's it's a, it's having the attitude that there's always growth. There's always room for growth, and I'm always, I mean, I'm interested in all kinds of art, even though I don't collect it. I'm interested in all kinds of art, and and I see myself as still uh, learning. I still uh, uh, approach things in a very simple way. And I don't make it complicated. I don't. I don't like making things complicated for what I do, you know. And I have a, I have a, a, a great people that are very, very close to me that are, you know, that are very supportive. You know, my wife is extremely supportive and just. I mean, she's responsible for a lot of. Is she an artist? Is she an she's artist, an artist as, well? as well? My family has been incredible. I mean, like I said, a lot of people are responsible for where I am. Where do you Where do you call home? Well, it, that's a, that's a hard one. It's kind of like. You know, I'm still a Texas boy, even though I, I I live in New Mexico. Like my wife says, you can't you can take the boy out of Texas, but you can't take the Texas out of the boy. <laughs> and uh, but uh, you I, know, we like to think you're on loan to New yeah, Mexico. Yeah. You're, you're just on loan for yeah. a little while. But uh, and my roots are here. But you know, uh, I'm very fortunate because I live in New Mexico, and I live in a, such an environment that is uh, very special. You know, it's very private, very quiet, but you know, not. And New Mexican, I'm not. I just live here, so home is probably still going to be Laredo. Still have know. those Texas roots. Yeah. And I spend more time actually that I can remember here in Austin, which is still also very close to me. You know, I have lots of very good memories. Very, very supportive community. I mean, they helped me a lot when I was first starting, and uh, so it's it's kind of difficult, you know, but. You know, it's kind of nice to go home and, uh, and still visit my grandmother's home uh, where I grew up and have so the, a Texas, lot of memories Texas there. is in the veins. It's still in the, the veins. The sangre. Yeah. So um, as as um, you evolve and your paintings are, are, I mean, just amazing, is there anything new? Are you just going to continue where you're... Where you're well, oh, I'm, 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 I can't wait to get back to the studio on Monday and start over again. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I miss my little, my little uh, paradise. Your little home studio. My little, right yeah, my little studio. Because I make it very personal. It's all very personal, and uh, a lot of wonderful things happen in there. And I just, you know, I'm ready to go back. I've enjoyed my family for the holidays, and but it's time to get back to. Uh, and, and just continue, really. I have, you know, I've, I've got uh, shows planned. Uh, I'll be traveling in the Southwest. You know. Well, before we wrap up, is, do you have a website that people can go to and find yes, out where uh, your they shows can, are? Yes, they can go to PeñaGallery.com. PeñaGallery.com. Yep. Okay. PeñaGallery.com. And if I want to find out about myself, I Google my name. <laughs> so I use Google a lot. So and see what I, people are saying about you. See what they're saying about it. I'm not the one who is uh, in prison or, the, you know, I'm not the criminal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Peña is a common name. Yeah, yes, Peña is a common name. But, yeah, they can go to uh, PeñaGallery.com.
keep up with. Well, Amara, I want to I want to thank you for this time. Thank it, you so much. It's been a real me. pleasure. I've been I've been a fan and admirer for, for many years, and I just really uh, really welcome this opportunity to sit down and get I appreciate you on the podcast. It. Any last words you want to leave with the audience uh, before you go? Just it's nice to be back in Austin and be, and it's nice to be back in Buda. I really enjoyed my visit here. So well, it's yeah. been good to be back in Texas. It's good to be back in Texas. Yeah, right. yeah. It uh, twelve hour drive was really interesting, but I'm taking my slow. Back home, you know, going back home. Drive safe, drive safe. Well, <laughs> Thank you. uh, folks, you've been listening to Latino Business Report, and this is an interview with Mr. Amado M. Pena Jr., the infamous, the infamous. famous uh, <laughs> artist. Um, if you haven't seen his work, go to his website, check it out. And I think things are for sale on your website as well. Yes, sir, they are. And visit Assemblage to get the, to see the new show. Yes, if you're in Central Texas, you can come to Buda, Texas, uh, Assemblage, and uh, over at the Mill and Grain and check it out. Until next time, folks, uh, be safe, be careful out there. And Amado, once again, thank you so very much. I appreciate it.